everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Kevon Queen Pen. Have you been perfect lately? Have you seen some perfect things? Are you putting pressure on yourself to be perfect? I mean, really think about it. Are you putting pressure on yourself to be perfect? And is that really serving you? So, I ask all these questions because a lot of times we do. Let's take a moment out and I'll be right back. So, the other day I was talking to a friend. And she was telling me about all the things that were going on in her life. Now, for her, these things weren't pleasant. And don't get me wrong. We have things that aren't pleasant in our lives. We have things that we're not happy with. But out of all the things that she complained about, I realized it was because her picture of what her perfect life would be was not being fulfilled. It was not being painted. It was not even being drawn or sketched out. And it made me start thinking, how many times do we put pressure on ourselves to be that perfect person? Are we sitting up there living so much in our heads that the idea we have in our heads, whether someone else does or doesn't have it, um, are we just about falling over backwards, you know, to make sure that we attain? Are we doing acrobatics, jumping through hoops, just forcing ourselves to make it happen? Because a lot of times, I mean... I remember my mom and my dad talking about people who would not allow others to go into certain rooms of their house. Not because there was anything wrong with that room, but because the room was so well put together, they did not want to mess up what that room looked like. And how it made people uncomfortable because they couldn't sit in this room. Like there's a sofa, let's say it's the living room or the family room. There's a sofa, but you can't use it. You can't sit there. You can't talk there. You know, you're confined to maybe one space in the house because that is their perfect portion of the house. That is their HGTV version of what the house should look like. Not that they're selling the house, not that they're doing it, not that they're, you know, saving it for a special occasion, but this is the way that it always looked. So they want this to come constantly, just look this way. And one of the things that my mother always said was, furniture's for using. So whether it's a sofa, a bed, a step stool, you should be able to stand, sit, lay on it. Well, not necessarily stand on your sofa, but yeah, 
And a lot of times we have these perfect ideas in our heads. And when they don't necessarily pan out the way we want them to pan out, we kind of lose it. You know, oh, this should have been this way. And this was the way I pictured it. And, you know, you start going through all of these motions and having all of these fits and losing it and going off on everybody because the idea that you have in your mind is not what's going to play out. It's kind of like those people that avoid family dinners or avoid, you know, Thanksgiving or holidays with family because their family isn't what they pictured from television. You know, everybody's perfect. Everyone comes dressed and the kids are so well behaved and no one gets in an argument with anyone and the turkey is sitting perfectly in the center of the table and there are so many sides around and there's candles and everyone is having quiet conversations. Yeah, really? Have you been to family dinner? Have you seen kids behave? And I don't think there have been very many uh, dinners that I've seen where there are lit candles and everyone's murmuring and talking like this. And there's such a hushed tone. And the children are going, yes, mama. No, papa. Yes, I will finish my green beans. No, it's more like chase your three-year-old around the room to get them to eat one grain of rice because that's not what they want to do. And you have that one uncle who is going to either drink and drink just a little bit too much or want to talk about politics and upset someone else. There's going to be someone with an ex that shows up. There are going to be family beefs that come up. Things get a little bit messy. And guess what? Someone's going to show up with a guest that no one invited or no one expected. You know, everyone's bringing something and you're going to have that one person that's just going to show up to get to-go plates. It happens. It's family. It's not picture perfect. But we'd love to have that, you know, kind of like that scene at Blue Blood and, and at the end of Blue Bloods where they're all sitting down to dinner, where they're all enjoying everyone's company. But no one really wants to be in that part of the show where, you know, everyone's asking the dad or the grandfather for advice or no one wants to listen because there's some good advice You know, the olders don't want to listen to the youngers. The youngers don't want to listen to their siblings. No one wants to listen to each other because they have a better idea or so they think. But that's what being family is. That's what life is. It's not that they're this, you know, it's not Lemony Snicket, you know. It's it's not even that severe. But it's just... Things aren't always that picture perfect fairy tale way that we believe they should go. We don't live in museum houses.
we don't always have the perfect family dinner because there are times when it will happen. But here's the one thing that I want you to think about. Those are the things that usually ingrain in our memories. Is remember that time when you were wearing that white dress and you fell in the mud? And you got up looking like a spotted cow? You know, those are the things that we remember. Because guess what? No, it wasn't fun when you fell in your white dress and maybe someone yelled at you or you had somewhere to go and now you're trying to figure out what you could wear or you were where you were supposed to be going and now you have to wear your spotted dress throughout the rest of this event or whatever. But you can laugh at it later because guess what? Sometimes when we look back, it's just hilarious or it may not be so hilarious. You know, you could have really liked that dress and it gave you a lesson on what you should do or not do later. You know, a lot of times we think, hey, let me give this great speech. Let me do this. And, you know, it's kind of like you have the perfect words. You have all these things you want to say. And then you end up saying something like, liberty, bibbity. Really? Did I just say liberty, bibbity? You know, and everyone's laughing. And it could, it would have been some sort of slip up, some sort of whatever. Because you had the perfect words. You just knew in your head, you rehearsed how everyone was going to respond. They were going to ooh and ah and make it, you know, so per- so perfect. The moment was just going to be like this. You know, I, I always tell you guys, don't rehearse a conversation in your head because you don't know how another person is going to respond. And it's true. We don't know, you know, because... As kids, we go, I'm going to say this, and they're going to respond like that, and everything is just going to go the way that I want. No, you're not perfect. You know why people get upset when you say no? Because it's usually such a shock to the system, especially when you're asking for what you want. It's like, you know, mom, dad. Can I have $20 to go to uh, the store and mom or dad or both mom and dad say no? And your first reaction literally is, but why? The reason is because it's such a shock to your mental state. Like you really have this psyche shock. It's almost like, Getting to the register and having sticker shock when you thought you only spent $5 and found out that what you got in your cart is 500 So you don't know how to process that right away. That why is usually not, well, I really want to know why. It's the shock of, you told me no? You said no to me? 
your precious little hamster. You said no to your precious little hamster. And that's really what it is, is the shock of hearing no. Because that moment did not go the way you wanted it to go. You had an idea in your mind, your perfect situation, your perfect answer, your perfect response, your perfect question. And you got to know. So literally what happened was your mind bubble went boop. Literally, your mind bubble just got popped. And you don't know how to respond. You literally have no idea how to respond. Because you now can't leave no, no, because you want that perfect response. You wanted that yes. You wanted that whatever, you know, or we'll figure out how to work it out. Because figuring out how to work it out is close to yes. So you that's what you want. That's what you want to hear. And we put so much pressure on ourselves because I think these are learned behaviors from childhood. But we put so much pressure and it's so unfair to ourselves because we now have to figure out, well, I didn't get the perfect um, situation that I wanted. Whatever that situation was, you didn't get the perfect job. You didn't get the perfect promotion. You didn't get the perfect moment, you know, because that's another thing. Stop waiting till the moment is perfect. If you want to ask something, just ask. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Get that moment happening. Say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I'm going for. Because a lot of times when we wait for that perfect moment, someone else may be waiting or the other person may be waiting for that perfect moment as well. A lot of times it's like, you know, when the moon is shining bright in the sky and it's clear and that one star is twinkling to the right. And then I'm going to ask this question and I'm going to be wearing the perfect suit. Like, don't rehearse all of this stuff in your head. If you have a question asked, don't put pressure. This is where anxiety comes in. This is where sometimes because it didn't go the way you wanted, sometimes depression can sneak in. Ask. Jump in. Don't wait for it. Don't put so much pressure on yourself for perfect moment, perfect aesthetic, perfect look, perfect sound. Because what looks perfect to you may not be perfect for someone else. And what you think is horrible may be perfect timing. Because what we think is so small 
could be so amazing to someone else. I say all the time, it's the small things that make me happy. And you wouldn't believe sometimes how small things are that make me the happiest. And that's all it really is, is that tiny moment, that little grain of sand, that mustard seed. One of the things that someone recently pointed out to me was how huge of a tree grows from a mustard seed. And we've seen it. We, we've, we've seen it. But if you've ever seen a mustard seed, I mean, this thing is so, so tiny. But for it to grow into this amazing tree, I mean, this thing is almost like massive compared to the size of this seed. I mean, you would think that this thing should be like acorn size to get something that big. But it's just like, whoa. And the question is, what tree are you growing from that little incident? That little, just off-kilter, non-perfect moment. It doesn't have to be so much pressure. You can grow something as amazing as a tree. You know, just bearing so much fruit. People can learn something from that moment that you stop putting pressure on yourself. That moment that everything wasn't perfect. And no, it doesn't mean that they're going to learn what not to do. It means they're going to learn. They're going to see the amazingness. They're going to see the awesomeness. So stop putting pressure on yourself. Stop worrying about what's not perfect. What's not seen. What has to be seen and not done. Just enjoy. Enjoy the quirks and the tiny hiccups and the, you know, fun things. Because guess what? When you look back at it, it'll be fun. But as always, guys, I hope that this was helpful. Stop putting so much pressure on yourselves to be perfect. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.